Hello guys, this is Aaron Moore from AC Ministries. Here we are with our weekly podcast, and I am so glad that you guys have tuned in today. Now, before we get started with the message, I would like to throw something out there. Um, If you could, um, I don't know how many of you are on our Facebook page. It's AC Ministries WV on Facebook. If you could please go there and go to the community tab of that page and scroll down, you'll see how many likes and follows that the page has. Well, right underneath that, you should see a button that says Invite Friends. If you could go there, and then also, once you go there, there should be a a little tab pop-up that says Select All or Invite All. If you could click that and invite all of your friends to like our page, we would so greatly appreciate it. That helps us get our name out there, and that helps us to be able to spread the word to the kingdom. So, before we get into the message, we just ask that God would bless you through everything this week. Lord Jesus, we just ask that you just bless our followers, God. God, we ask that you help them, Lord, through whatever they're going through, God. We ask that you just uh, that you just lay your hand of grace and mercy upon them, God. God, if they're traveling, Lord, give them traveling mercy, Lord. Lord, if they're lost, your Father God, and they're listening to this for the first time, Lord, I ask that you convict their hearts, God. God, that you would just bring them into the kingdom of God, Lord, through your sweet Holy Spirit. And thank you, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Now on to the message. Have you put on the armor of the world? Have you somewhere along the line decided, well, you know, this armor that God has given me, is it, it's not as flashy, it's not as shiny, it's not as good looking, it's not as appealing to the eye as what the armor of the world is. You know, we can go out here in this world, and this world will tell you what, what this world has an opinion of everything that you need to do. Yes, sir. This world will tell you everything that you need to do. Yeah. Now, it's up to you whether you go with it or whether you don't go with it. That's right. Amen. So as I was sitting here, I, I was sitting there yesterday, and, I, and this, this right here come to my mind about David whenever he put on Saul's armor. And it said that he essayed to go, which means that he paused yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. That he stopped there for a minute. Mm-hmm. And he said, So I can't do this in this armor because I haven't proved it. <laughs> and I thought back the many times that God has proven his armor. I've thought back to the many times, Carly, that he proved the armor that he gave me. Sure, the stuff of this world may be flashy and it may look good and it may be appealing to the eyes, but the Bible says that there is sin for a there's pleasure in sin for a season. That's right. So it may look good and it may feel good, but that's just for a season. So let me take you over here to Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to talk about the whole armor of God. Basically, this evening, it's kind of like a two-part kind of deal. I want to go through this. I want to take my time to go through this. I I want you all to get what I'm I'm trying to say here. So if you start here in chapter 6 and verse 13, it says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Notice what it says here. It says take the whole armor of God. Yeah. It don't say take a piece of it here and take a piece of it there. 
It don't say put on the, the hit your right. feet shod and carry a sword and go on. It don't say put a breastplate and a helmet on and go on. It don't say just take the sword and go on. Right. See, Carl, a lot of us has gotten the mindset that as long as we pack the sword, we're okay. Come on. That's right. A lot of people has gotten that on. mindset. But may I remind you and may I tell you this evening that the devil himself uh, can walk right up in here uh, uh, packing one of these blessed books yes, uh, under his arm uh, just like uh, he can blend right in with the best of them now. He can sneak around That's with the best right. of them. Uh, he can blend right on in yeah. with the church crowd. Uh, he can yeah. wear a three-piece suit yes, uh, and then he'll slick back uh, and you think, my goodness, he must be a good man of God. Uh, and then That's the next right. thing you know, three right. months right. later, he's got your church store apart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the devil works. Yeah. That's how he operates. Yes, He's sir. a slick somebody. Yes, He's sir. a smooth operating somebody. Right. If you remember back in the garden, he came in as a servant which said was the lowliest of all the animals. Yes, and he went to talking to old mother Eve and he deceived her into taking a bite of the apple. And so we call it an apple. It's fruit. <laughs> he deceived her Bush into hair. doing that. And just like that today, he deceives each and every one of us. So right. Now, what are you saying, preacher, that, that, that he's just going to keep deceiving us? Well, yeah, yeah, that's his job. Yeah. That's, that's what, he, that's he what he's here to do. But, yes, but we can put a stop to it. Yes, Amen. 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 We can put a stop to it. If, if he comes in one way, but let me put it to you like this. Y'all know I'm just an old, old country boy, so let me put it to you like this. If you got rats getting in your house... And you figure out where the rats is coming in at, you'll probably plug that hole so the rats won't be coming in no more. Right. If Satan is coming in through a hole in your armor, you probably need to find out where that hole in your Amen. armor is. Yes. 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 That way Amen. you don't come in no more. Maybe, maybe, just maybe you ain't got on all the armor, and that's the place that he's hitting you all the time. And you come yes, up here under the altar and hit your knees, and you say, my Lord, my God, why won't he get off of me? And God up here the whole time is sitting there looking at you like you're the dumbest thing that ever lived because you ain't got on all of your armor. And he's sitting there saying, son, I give it to you. And you won't put it on. Or daughter, I give it to you. And you won't put it on. Lord have mercy, Carl. That's just, that's just like if I was to go out in the woods and try to kill something, not take no bullets with me. Right. That makes about that much sense right there. Don't make much sense. Now it does. But you know there's a multitude of them. They'll do that. Yeah. They'll, yes, come and cry, they'll come and run and boo-hoo and cry and everything. And, and they'll say, Lord God, how come he won't get off of me? Well, sometimes you've got to do a little bit of something for yourself, honey. Yeah, sometimes yes, God will yes, make you do a little something for yourself. Yes, yeah, whenever times get hard and times get terrible, yeah, he'll carry you whenever you're tired. But there comes a time when you've got to walk on your own. Yeah, there comes a time when you've, got to, when you've got to tighten yes, up your britches and go on through this like you a big boy. Sure. Not sit over there on daddy's lap and let him pat your back all the time because all you're going to be is a babe in Christ if you don't do it. Yeah, Paul right. talked he about knows. that. He said the one that's on the on the milk, been on the milk for half her born life uh, and can't get on the meat, they, they ain't no good. They are no good to the church. They ain't a bit of good. And there's a bunch of them, there's a bunch of them, Carl, that have been sitting in church all their life just about, and they think that they're just high dignified and going to make it on their good grace and sit on their blessed assurance and think they're going to make it, well, bless God. Maybe it's time we do a little bit of something. We want to sit here and twiddle our thumbs 
Jesus said, well, let's go bust that funeral up. And he did. In the middle of everybody weeping and crying with the young lady, he looked at him and he said, well, y'all making a big to-do over it. You're just asleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they laughed him to scorn. He said, get out. Yeah. Get out. Let me work. Yeah. Both to her to leave the Pumai, which is being interpreted, damsel arrives. And she did. I'm reminded of about Mark chapter 5, Carl. He went to the Gadarenes over in the tomb. Yeah. And in the middle of the tomb, there was this man that was possessed by a legion of demons. Yeah. Legion, for we are many. But in the middle of all that, there was Jesus. He might Amen. He might yeah. I'm reminded of whenever, before he went to heal Jairus' daughter, that he was walking in a multitude, Dale. And there was a woman with an issue of blood said, if I can just get up there and grab a hold to the, of the hem of his garment, uh, I know that I'll be made whole. Amen. And in the middle of it all, Carly, there was Jesus. Amen. But you know the greatest part of all of it, I'm reminded of a hill called Yalotha. Hung in between two thieves, there was Jesus. And in the middle of it all, there was Jesus. And you know, what's amazing too, is you can go through this Bible from the beginning to the end and everywhere in between, and you'll find Jesus. In the middle of it all, there was Jesus. In the middle of it all, there was truth. In the middle of it all, there is truth. If you don't have truth in your doctrine, that you feel and you feel like he's right, if there's no truth there, if he won't hold water, yeah. it probably ain't God. That's right. That's right. Amen. Says, I believe the next one is taking the breastplate of righteousness. You see, 
say, well, preacher, what's that got to do with anything? Well, you know, a lot of people nowadays have a heart condition. Amen. And I ain't talking about physical, I'm talking about spiritual. They've got a spiritual heart condition. Yes, sir. All they care about is, is chasing the lusts and the pleasures of the world. Come on, right. sir. That's the only thing that dwells within their heart. Is the lust and the pleasures of the world. You say, preacher, is that in the church? In some churches. Yes, sir. In some places it is. Sure but you know, it's a lot like that, like that apple tree we was talking about today, Dale. It's hidden sometimes. It's hidden sometimes because, you see, that's a device of Satan. Yes, sir. Just like Satan, any of his devices is sneaky. Anything like that is slick. It's going to sneak around in there and, and disrupt little people, little, little piles of people over here. Yes, and see, it's not only, it's not only the, the lust and the pleasures of the flesh and of the world, but it can also be jealousy. It can be strife. Sure, we we yes, talk sir. about the, the fruits of, of the world or the, the works of the work, works of the flesh. We've, we've talked about that. Uh, it, it, it's all that, too. It's yes, not sir. just lusting after this and wanting after this. It's, right. well, I don't like him, so I ain't a going. Well, yeah. he made me mad 75 years ago, so I'm yeah. going to talk about him until the day that I die. Yeah. I mean, it's all that. Well, you know what? Oh, bless God, that preacher up there at Woodbine, he stomped on my toes the last time that I, that I was up there listening to him preach. Well, bless God, I'm going to use a Carl Hardy saying right here. Well, bless God, if I hit your toes, I'm about four foot too low. I think I'm pretty hard. Amen. <laughs> I've got a heart condition, people. Yeah, and you know what can change that is the breastplate of righteousness. Yes, sir. You see, I, I remember Dad, whenever he was having all that heart trouble, I remember how he had to do. See, my dad loved Hardee's. Down there eating biscuits and gravy every morning that he could. And if you all haven't ever seen a Hardee's biscuit and gravy or sausage biscuit, it's grease. It's a grease-filled sponge with sausage on it. Yeah. That's what it is. But see, he, he ate that all the time and all the time and all the time. And eventually he developed a heart condition. Yes, sir. And after he developed a heart condition and almost died on us, you know what he had to do? He had to change what he was putting in. Yes, sir. I'm going to stand yes. right there and preach there for a minute. Yeah. He might. A lot of the problem is we need to change what we're putting in. Yeah. We need to change what we're putting in. Yeah. And what we're putting in. Yeah. And what we're putting yeah. in. Yeah, we need to change right. all that. See, that's a, that's the, the the way you change your heart condition. Yeah. You start eating right. Yeah. You start yeah. seeing right. Yeah. You start hearing right. Yeah. Yeah. You take care of all this old ungodly sinly stuff and throw it over the hill somewhere yes, and get you some good godly stuff coming yeah. in. Yeah. I believe the Bible also says, Carl, that whatever proceeds out of the heart, out of the heart, uh, the, the yeah, that right there. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Not the time to But I'm telling you now, that, that's that's what we got to get back to. We need yes, to get back sir. to holiness, and I ain't talking about the denomination either. Yeah. I'm oh. talking about good old holy living is what yeah. we need to get back yeah. to. Yeah. We need to get back to yes, it. Sir. Now, am I saying that you that you that worshiping the way some of these younger fellers and, and ladies and stuff like that's worshiping is wrong? You can have the, the stage and the lights and, and the singing and all that. Yes, you can sir. have that as long as you live a good, holy life and you yes, go sir. by what the Bible says and you yes. say, you go by what everything says. You must be born again. You must press the mark of the high calling. Yes, you must sir. finish your race. Sure. If you fall, get up. Don't lay there in it. 
Yeah, but if you're going somewhere where they're doing that newfangled stuff and they're sitting there telling you you can do whatever you want to do, you better go find you someplace else to go to. Amen. Amen. You're going to pass straight to hell. Amen. 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 Clear that up. Mm -hmm. Preach it. Some of them 
Romans would use shields that covered them from the chin down to their feet. shield they had, whether it be small or large or in between, they were effective with that shield. Yeah. You can have a little bit of faith, you can have a big bunch of faith, yeah. and you can be effective. But let me, let me ask you, it wouldn't make more sense if you had a bigger shield? Yeah. <clears throat> Wouldn't it make more sense because one down it says that that's to quench the fiery darts of the devil. Yeah. And if Carly, if I've got somebody shooting a bunch of arrows at me and I've got a pie plate up in my face, whenever I could have a hubcap, mm -hmm. which one do you think I'd pick? Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, did you know that you can increase your faith?
Faith and helmet, salvation. Y'all ever been in a predicament in your life whenever Satan has just hounded you and hounded you and hounded you and hounded you? Mm -hmm. And he's beat you and beat you and beat you and beat you until he beat you about all you can handle to be beat. Mm -hmm. And you get to that point, you say, you know what? salvation it says over I think it's uh, in one of the Corinthians I think it's second Corinthians it says to to bring every thought into captivity to Christ mm -hmm. casting down every imagination yes see a, a good friend of mine and I'm sure he's watching right now but a good friend of mine told me one time that you know whatever Satan tells you it's the opposite of what God wants to do for you Yes, because Satan is the father of lies, mm -hmm. and he, you know, if he was a if he was a man, and they buried him, his gravestone would say, "Here lies the truth," because there wasn't anybody living. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how he does people. And get in his mind, he'll twist that around, Ricky, and just say, "Now, now you know if you're not saved, you know God don't want nothing to do with you. Know your sins going back to church. Just don't worry about it. Just, yep. just lay out of church and be done with it." Yes, sir. Let God put him on salvation and remind him of where he's going to. Yeah. Amen. Remind him that, hey, buddy, you messed up, and because you messed up, you ain't dragging me to hell with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going on. Amen. I ain't got time to fool with you, old man. I'm talking about old man that I used to be. Yeah. I ain't got time to fool with you. You need to go over and lay down somewhere and let me crucify you. Yeah. Because yeah. that's Amen. what Paul said to do. He Amen. said, let me crucify Amen. you. That way I got you laid down over here. Yeah. Maybe you need to take him back to the water grave, Carl. Yeah. You yeah. go back over there, take him where you lost him at. Yeah. Hey, sometimes, sometimes they, they come up here and, and they, they say that they left him up there, but they pick him up and now they get ready to go back. Yeah. They come up right. here and they'll, and they'll cry. They'll yes, cry sir. and they'll woo-hoo and they'll hit their knees and then they'll get up. And go back to their seat of chewing bubble gum and a pomegranate, uh, just like ain't nothing took place. Uh, and then right. the next thing you know, they'll do good for about a week or two. They'll do all right, and you'll think, well, maybe they got them a little bit of something. And then about two or three weeks later, they're down there at, at Maloney's or Mayor's yeah. somewhere, bellied up to a bar because they didn't get what they was looking for. Because right. whenever they went up there to lay the old man down, they got him by the hair of the head and dragged him back there with him. Yeah. That's right. Now am I saying that you won't sin? No. Bless God, no. Hey, I did this past week. Bad. I know it ain't a scale system, you know. There ain't no, ain't nothing worse than the other one. Lord have mercy. I messed up pretty rough this week. But you know what? God still loves me. Yes, sir. I know I'm still saved. I know that whenever I asked him to forgive me, he was just to do it because he yes, said in his words he was just to do it if I just asked him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He might. But you know what? The thing is, I can't go back and make that same mistake again. That's, right. yes, That's where it comes in. Yeah. Yes, That's right. Whenever you do that, it's just like a kid. Whenever you do that, and I'm sure Mom can tell you 
There's all kinds of stories about me when I was a kid. Whenever, whenever a kid does something, you expect them to do it probably two, two times, maybe. Third time, they just don't do it. Right. A lot of times, how Christians are, yeah. they just do it because they can do it. Yeah. And they have no fear and reverence of God, and they think, well, God will forgive me. God will forgive me for doing that. He, he has before. Why should? Mm. We need to get out of that mindset. And yeah. you can get out of that mindset by putting on the helmet of salvation. See, that's what protects your mind is the helmet of salvation. That's what keeps all that junk out of your mind. Remember how I told you you need to change your heart condition? Mm-hmm. If you put on the helmet of salvation, it'll change. It'll help change your heart condition mm-hmm. because it'll keep all that junk out of your head from going down into your inner self yeah. and ruining your heart. Sure. Mm-hmm. See, the thing about the whole armor of God is each part works all of the other parts. They all complement one another. They all do. Now, we've got down to the last piece here that says, and sort of the spirit which is the word of God. I just told you how to defend yourself. I just told you how to keep yourself from getting cut and beat up and shot at and everything else by the devil. Right here is how we hurt him. Right. Right here is how we hurt him. Yes, sir. And you know, a lot of times I wish I was a real son. He was a real somebody. Because there's a lot of times, Carl, I'd like to hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. A lot of times I'd like to hurt him. Because he lets my, because he gets at me and then I let my temper get out of control.
Yeah. And you know, that goes back to mm. the shield of faith. Had I not come to church trying to increase my faith, Amen. I would have never learned that. Had I not kept the helmet of salvation, the one I may have forgot that. Had I not had the breastplate of righteousness, the one it may not have settled into my soul and in my spirit to where I can call that up every time Satan comes to buzz me and comes to aggravate me. Had I not, had it not been for someone with their feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, I would have never got that. Had it not been for a man of God that was willing to stand with the sword of the Spirit in his hand mm -hmm. and give the devil a black eye and cut him down a little bit, I'd have never got that. Yes, right. sure. mm -hmm. So the question I have for you this evening is, have you put on the armor of the world? Mm -hmm. Now I know sometimes the world can be appealing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the world, will, it, it can be, buddy. It can be. We're natural human beings. It can be appealing. And these times that sometimes we get tired and we start taking off little pieces of that armor. Yes, sir. We'll take it off and well, I'll come back and get that after a while. I'll come back and get that whenever I need it. I can't help it all. That's getting me. Lord have mercy. It's got me sweating for that. I'll need this shield. Go to Shep and stuff. Then pretty soon all you've got is your sword. Yes, sir. Do Carl, I have found that's the last thing to go. Yeah. Whenever you get into a backslidden state, that's the last thing to go. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. You'll hang on to that for a little bit. Yeah. You'll hang on to that thing, and I'm going to get back to where I was at. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to. Mm -hmm. Didn't do nothing. Yeah, that's wrong. That's right. I will. We'll get there. That's the last thing you'll lay down, and you'll lay it down, and pretty soon you'll go back to it, and there'll be six inches of dust on it. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm talking from experience here. I remember whenever I had walked away from God, mm -hmm. the last thing I laid down was my sword. Mm -hmm. And I remember walking up to it not too long before I was rededicated. I remember walking up to it and they'd been dust on it and I thought to myself, what happened? Mm -hmm. How did I get here? See, that's how the devil did. Yes, sir. That's right. Yeah, you do. It ain't, it ain't all once. Right. You get up there in your ear and say, would you take this breastplate off? That's wearing it down. Would you take this helmet off? You don't need yes, that. Yes, sir. We look dumb, ain't we? Mm -hmm. don't need Packing shield no more. I got your back. Mm -hmm. But you know, with all that being said, you can go back. Yes, sir. You can't go back mm -hmm. and pick your armor up. Yes, Amen. Amen. You can go back out here in this world and you can fight. Yes, yes. Lord. See, I love reading about David. I'm going to finish up. So Dale, go ahead and give us a song here. I love reading about David because you know. David was a man after God's own heart. The Bible says so. Yes, he was. It says he was a man after God's own heart, but even David sinned. Yeah. 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 He sinned with Bathsheba. And you know what? It hurt him there for a little bit. And God convicted him over it. But the thing that separates David from a lot of people, he didn't stay there and water his sins. That's right. 
he got to the point that he got enough of being in the hog water. Yeah. And he got up and he said, God, renew unto me thy right spirit. Yeah. You know what? He did. Yeah. Ain't that amazing? God did what he said he would do. We've got a friend that's Steve Fletcher's son and brother. And he is the captain of the guard. He's captain over the body of Christ. The captain over the army of God. And I can see him today, Carl, calling out to some of them that's got lazy, some of them that's got tired, some of them that's said, I just can't no more. He's calling out to you and he's saying, just another mile, children. Yes, sir. You're back up. Just another mile, children. We're almost home. Mm-hmm. If that's you this evening, just come up here and get your armor back on. Mm-hmm. Press towards the mark of the high column. Yes, sir. Honey, I know it gets rough. Honey, I know it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Plus, God, if anybody does, I do. Mm-hmm. But you know, been a better friend to me than yes. what this world has ever been. Yes, sir. Hey guys, this is Aaron Moore once again. We hope that you enjoyed today's message and that maybe something that was said helped you a little bit, encouraged you a little bit, made you decide you're going to press on just a little bit more. And maybe if you're listening today and you're lost and don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, maybe something that was said touched your heart and You'll make the choice to make Jesus your Lord and Master today. You know, it's not really that hard. We're the ones that make it hard. All you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And it's that simple. Thank you.